Hey, Fit Family, and welcome back to episode 22 of the Move Your Body Differently podcast. So in today's episode, I start out by talking about how exercise is an act of worship. But the Lord just did some work while I was recording this, and we end up talking about how emotion is a form of energy. And when we are in the really tough and busy seasons of life or hard seasons of life or we've been through trauma, we've been through pain, or we're just really busy with our families or our lives or whatever that is, how typically that's when we drop fitness because it's inconvenient. But it's actually the most important time we need to hold on to it. Because that is how we can trade that emotion for more of Jesus. And I cannot wait for you to get into this episode and listen to this. The reason why that came about is because I have been reading Elisa Keaton's The Body Revelation. It is on pre-order right now. You can go pre-order it on Amazon. I will put the link in the show notes. You do not want to miss this book. It is amazing. I love what she teaches and I get to share a little bit of that in this episode today. So dive in. You are going to see a whole new side of why you need fitness in your busy season of life or through your trauma or through your pain and how fitness really can be a catalyst for you to move those emotions out. Because I talk about how our body keeps the score. Our body holds emotion. And in this episode, I talk about practically how we move that out and we invite more of Jesus in. This is why I am so passionate about health and fitness. The Lord does so much through our health and our fitness that are have so many parallels to the word of God and what he wants for us as whole and healthy people living for him and his kingdom. Dive in today. I cannot wait to get your takeaways. You are listening to the Move Your Body Differently podcast, where we talk about how your theology of God affects your wellness journey. I'm Shayla Darty, a Jesus follower, wife, mama, and owner of SD Fitwell. I know staying healthy and fit can often feel like an obligation and can leave you feeling defeated, anxious, and maybe in an endless cycle of losing and gaining weight and wondering why in the world you just can't get it right. And that's why I'm on a mission to see generations of women take back their health and fitness from the enemy and instead honor God with their bodies by exercising and eating healthy because we get to not because we have to. For too long as women, we've been held captive by a never reaching standard of body beauty, and it is time to break free. By seeing your wellness through the lens of the gospel, you can be empowered with boldness, more confident in the gifts God has given you, and increase your mental and physical capacity so you can be more present to those around you. If you're ready to feel free from the weight of your current health and fitness regimen, then keep listening. I can't wait to share with you how the gospel shapes our fitness and health journeys. Listen while you work out, drive in the car, or while your kids run around crazy, but go ahead and invite Jesus into your wellness journey and let's see how he changes our hearts together. Hey, Fit Family, and welcome back to the Move Your Body Differently podcast. Today, I am going to be talking about exercise as a form of worship. Now, if you have been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that a couple of weeks ago, I had a guest on here. Her name was Tori Lynn. She came on, and that's what she talked about. She talked about how we can use our worship as a way to honor the Lord. And I just want to dive a little bit deeper into to that in this session and just encourage you with scripture and encourage you 
in the reasons of why you're doing what you're doing, why you're getting up early if you're getting up early to do your workout, why you're trying to fit it in when your kids are napping, or why you're doing something at the ballpark when your kids got baseball practice, why you're doing what you're doing and encourage you that if you're doing it for the right reasons, the Lord is honored and he has worshiped through it as well. And so with that, I am going to dive into the episode. One thing I want to talk about to begin with is that it's not always easy to praise the Lord when we are going through tough things. If you've ever gone through hard things, you know this. It's much easier to, of course, praise him when life feels really good. I'm sure each of you have been through a season or many seasons where life and circumstances have been so hard, you just haven't seen or felt the the Lord move in the middle of it. I have definitely been in those seasons before, not just one season. I have been through them several times before. And in those tough times, personally, it was hard to dwell and remember who the Lord was when I couldn't physically see his blessings and his presence. But his word remains the same. And that is what I had to hold fast to and had to remind myself of was who God really was day in and day out. It was so easy. It is so easy in those seasons and times to allow Satan's voice a foothold and to begin believing lies. And I've talked about some of the lies I've believed before, but those are particularly the times when we are most sensitive that Satan will get a foothold in whatever way he can, whether that's a something subtle in in telling us a lie and allowing us to believe something that isn't true about who God is, which is one of the reasons why I do this podcast, because when we know who God is, our theology of him, theology meaning the study of God, our theology of him affects everything else, including how we view our body, including how what foods we put into our body, including our day in and day out life in general, everything is affected by how we view God. And so if there is a lie that we are believing, whether about God or about ourselves, that is going to affect certain areas of our life. And in those times, in those really hard times, it's really hard to praise him and and to believe in his greatness and that he will come in and rescue. But it's our faith that's forged in the good seasons and in those tough seasons but the the faith that is forged in those good seasons sustain us and hold us in those really hard ones. Similar to how our faith on the mountaintops can be built to sustain us in the valleys, so too it is with our bodies. When we are healthy and active and living a healthy lifestyle and things are going well, We are building healthy habits that will carry us through life. We're checking off all the boxes. We're doing all the things. We're walking. We're drinking water. We're eating protein at every meal. We're doing all the things. Those habits will carry us when things get hard and we can't do all the things anymore. And that's where I've talked about this on the podcast before. Those dials come in. That's where when we build these healthy habits in the good seasons, We can know how to turn those dials back, turn things back in our health and our fitness to be able to still do something consistently, even though it may feel like less in the moment. And it may be less in the moment, but it's exactly what we need in those hard seasons of life. Fitness and healthy eating builds discipline. It builds endurance. It builds strength. It builds grit. 
It builds patience and so much more. It can be really easy to stay healthy and exercise regularly when everything in life is going smoothly. It's easy to praise the Lord for our bodies and how we get to move them. It's harder to stay consistent in our health and our fitness when things aren't going so great in life. And it can be hard to praise the Lord for the health of our bodies in those seasons. Do you see where I'm going with this? As Psalms 34.1 says, I will extol the Lord at all times. His praise will be on my lips, even in exercise. This is me. That's the end of the verse. Even in exercise in the good times and the bad, we can use it as a way of worshiping the Lord. As we exercise and we eat healthy, we want to praise the Lord for what our bodies can do. Even when your schedule doesn't align itself. Even when the kids are crazy and you wake up late. Even when you're just exhausted from life and you don't feel like moving. But in those moments when you still choose to move, you are worshiping the Lord. When you sacrifice something else, whether it is time That's typically the biggest thing that women find they don't have for exercise and fitness is time. But when you're sacrificing time, maybe even money because you've hired a trainer or you've invested in a fitness program or you're in my SD Fitwell app or mental energy, you are sacrificing something from something to instead fill it with honoring Christ by making your body stronger, working on this external strength. And this looks a little bit different. Like if you're visualizing this right now, you might be thinking like exercises, worship, like singing, I'm in a service, maybe my hands are raised, those kind of things. Well, sure, you could absolutely do that in a in your workout. But more of when I say it is an act of worship, it is something that is honoring to the Lord because you're taking care of the temple that he has given you. And because he sacrificed, Jesus sacrificed his own body. So the Holy Spirit could dwell in our body and experience him in our body. That's why it's honoring to the Lord, because we're using every moment in time, including our workouts, including when we're meal planning or meal prepping, when we're making that dinner, whatever it is, when we're using those times to think on him, that is an honor and a worship for him. When we are thinking and dwelling on him, that's when it becomes worship to him. As Romans 12, 1 says, Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. When we exercise and eat healthy, we are giving our bodies the chance to be that sacrifice in a variety of ways. I've been going through this series with my boot camp ladies. By the time this airs, the series may have been done by then, but it's, been, it's called Holy Health Habits. And we've been talking about how our spiritual disciplines, our grounding in our spiritual disciplines can be the foundations for our health and our wellness and what that looks like in our health and our wellness. And recently we talked about how our, as a spiritual discipline of serving, how that can equate in our, when we know why we're serving in the kingdom of God and serving as an act of a spiritual discipline, when it comes to our body and our physical health. Moving often and moving well is what's going to help us serve in all the capacities he wants us, the Lord has called us to serve in, whether that's through a mission trip, carrying in your neighbor's groceries, being a light in an athletic race. In the easy times or the hard times in our health and wellness, they can all be used to glorify God and worship him with our bodies. 
but also with our minds. I think I've said this before on the podcast, but energy cannot be created or destroyed. It can only be moved around. And if you've taken a physics class, you know this. But I want to read a quote from Elisa Keaton's new book. By the time this comes out, I think it still will be on pre-order. I'll put the link in the show notes. But it is called The Body Revelation. And this is something she says about energy. You mustn't forget this truth. Energy cannot be created or destroyed. It will either be transformed, in parentheses, changed into something else, or transmitted, in parentheses, passed on to someone else. Emotions are energy. This is a, she goes on to say, emotions are comprised of energy. Then she talks about what the Latin word for emotion is and what that means is to move out. So in essence, emotions are energy in motion, making their way through our bodies and waiting to be harnessed by our muscles so our bodies can release them into the world. Energy cannot be created or destroyed. It can only be moved around. Sometimes we need to use our workouts as a way of working out the things God is doing in our lives, good or bad. I I have mentioned this before on the podcast too. I have had clients cry through workouts before, not because the workout was so tough, but they needed a safe place to be able to work out what was going through their hearts and what was going through their minds and release the energy and the emotion that they had been feeling and the mental stress that they had been feeling and the workout was the way that they could release that. It gave them an opportunity, a safe place, pushing their body and pushing their mind also pulled out from their heart what they were feeling and all the emotions that needed to come out and be dispersed by being transformed into something else. That emotion was being utilized and catalyzed for their workout. Because otherwise... Our emotions, our energy will be transmitted. And this is a good thing if they're positive emotions. But if they're negative emotions, if when they're transmitted, that means they're passed on to somebody else. And we don't want to be passing on negative emotions to somebody else. It, I think, honestly, even of myself in this moment as, as a mom, and when I am frustrated or impatient in the way that I speak to my children in those moments, If I am passing on those emotions of frustration and impatience, they're the ones picking that up and they don't know what to do with that yet. My kids are still very young. They don't know what to do with that kind of emotion yet and how to handle it. And that's why, that's why moving our body renews our mind, allows us to work out the things that the Lord is doing or the emotions that we have. And when we're doing it, We're saying, and this is what I hope we're saying, this is what I'm saying when I'm working these emotions out. I'm saying, you, Lord, come in. You, Lord, come and fill me. You, Lord, take the place of either the idolatry I've had, the sin that I've had, whatever the circumstance that I've been going through. I am moving this out purposefully through my workout. I am moving this out, and Lord, you move in. I don't want anything else to move into this place. And when we're doing that, we're moving the trauma. We're moving the emotions. We're moving, I I have said quite a bit, emotions get stuck in your body. Trauma gets stuck in your body. The body keeps a score. That's another book that talks about the effects of trauma on, on war veterans' bodies and what that does mentally and physically. But even when we're in a tough season, 
our health and our fitness has a place. And that's when most often for moms, particularly when life is really crazy, when our kids are everywhere, whether your kids are younger or your kids are older, whatever season of life you are in, no matter how much you're moving, you're going, you're working, you have games, you have sports, you have traveling, you have all of these things. When things are hard and busy, that's when we let go of our fitness the most. That's when we let go of the workouts. But that is the exact time we need something to harness and utilize for our emotions to be able to get out, for us to be able to process, for us to be able to move things around and invite God in and have him take over, pour over, and really and really grab a hold of our hearts and the, and the thoughts and the pain, giving those over to the Lord. We can physically work it out through a workout. That's a way of worshiping the Lord because we're trading. We're trading the sin. We're trading the idolatry. We're trading the circumstance. We're giving it over to him and how pleasing of an aroma that is to him. When we're doing this, we are literally becoming 2 Corinthians 12, 9, which says, But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. When we are working out, we're giving all of our feelings and our weaknesses. We are vulnerable with the Lord. We can be. We can use it as a vulnerable time with him to work out what we're going through. And we're asking him instead, in that weakness, we're asking him for his strength, not only physically to get through the workout, but mentally and emotionally for whatever's going on. And like I said, this is easy to do when life is great and everything lines up, quote unquote, but it's harder to do when things aren't great. And so it's in those moments when things are tough, when we're busy, when we're overwhelmed, that we need movement. Our bodies need movement. Our bodies were created to move and to carry us to do all the Lord has called us to do. And it's in that that we're worshiping the Lord in our movement, whether it's a walk or a strength training workout, whatever that looks like, don't underestimate the value of one moment of time working something out, doing a workout. It can mean so much and be so honoring to the Lord. When we hand off whatever we're going through, good or bad, praising him in the workout too when things are going well helps solidify in our minds why we're moving, but also in the bad when we're trading that off and taking his strength instead. We're putting off and putting on, like Paul talks about the sin, putting off our old ways and putting on the new ways. Fitness is a way to do that. A workout, a walk is a way to do that, literally and physically. There are such a variety of ways your body can be used to worship the Lord. And we've talked about in this episode how how a workout in and of itself can be an act of worship and can be honoring to the Lord. But I do want to say this first. Be in the Word first. Now, you can do this simultaneously. You can be in the Word and also be working on your fitness and trying to get something in. But be in the Word first. And this is my own personal conviction. This may not be your conviction. But my own personal conviction, because I'm in the health and the fitness realm, and I've seen a lot, and I even in my own life, I've seen the obsession and the apathy when it comes to fitness. My check in my spirit is I need to be spending more time in the word or in prayer in total 
than I, than I need to be spending on my workout. So if I can only spend 10 to 15 minutes in the word every day, which is totally acceptable and pleasing in whatever season you're in, then I only need to be spending 10 or 15 minutes on my workout or my fitness. And same as right now, I'm in a season where I can do a little bit more. I can do a 30-minute workout because I can do a 30-minute time and quiet time with the Lord. And so you keep that in mind for yourself. If you are doing a question for you, if you are doing a workout but not getting in the word, what can you do to trade some of that time or split it in half? How can you make sure you're in the word first? Because you have to know the Lord to know why we're worshiping him in our fitness journey. We want to know who he is in order to know why we're doing what we're doing and know that our body was made on purpose and for a purpose. So be in the word first. And then yes, the Lord will add everything else to that. So as I close out this episode today, I hope you were encouraged and there is never a moment in time where you should feel guilty in your health and your fitness journey. And if you're feeling guilty, reach out to me. Let me know. Let's see how I can help that. Let's see what it is that might be making you feel guilty because as we move our bodies, our mind renews. And when the joy of the Lord is present in our workouts and the way that we're eating, there's freedom in that. When there's freedom and there's joy, there shouldn't be guilt. And guilt is also not from the Lord. Conviction, yes. Guilt, no. And so let's figure out if there's guilt there, why why might there be some guilt there? But as we close, I'm just going to ask another question. I know I already asked the question about reading your word and the Bible and making or reading the word and exercising. In what ways can you use your health and fitness to worship the Lord? What ways might you need to sacrifice something in order to prioritize your health and your fitness? Maybe it's by joining the app. Maybe it's by doing a one-on-one coaching call to figure out what you need to figure out. But what do you need to sacrifice? And maybe it's time. Maybe it's waking up 10 minutes earlier to go for a walk or to do a short, you know, busy woman workout, which is in my app. But then also, how can you set yourself up for success in the tough seasons of life so you can continue to endure with your healthy habits? Meaning when you're in a good season, if you are in a really good season right now, how can you set yourself up for success when you hit a valley? Or when things get really busy again, what can you do to set yourself up for success in your health and your fitness journey? I hope that you're encouraged in today's episode. I am always here for you. You know, I say this at the end of every episode. I am the most personal, personal trainer out there. And one thing I would love for you to do is to review the podcast. If you can give it five stars or leave a comment, that would be amazing. That helps other women know that this is worth listening. And if you have any questions or you want me to talk about a specific topic, whether it's how much protein should I eat as a woman? Or like, I know I need to do something, but I can't, there's just something stopping me from doing it. Whatever your questions are, reach out, ask those questions. I am here for you. I want to be here for you. And I want to see the Lord glorified in your health and your fitness journey too. With that, I will talk to y'all next time, FitFam. Hey, FitFam. It's a blessing to be in this journey with you. The best thing you can do after listening to this podcast is to leave a written review so that other mamas can see the value in their health and fitness journey through the lens of the gospel. Be sure to tap subscribe so you get notified when a new episode airs. I am the most personal, personal trainer out there. My clients, app subscribers, and podcast listeners really do become my good friends. So if we haven't already, I'd love to connect with you on Instagram at SDFitWell. Shoot me a DM and let's start a conversation. I truly want to see the Lord work in your wellness journey and be in it with you. I'm so grateful you've listened. Let's get comfortable being uncomfortable. And I can't wait to chat with you in the next episode.